Hello and welcome to the CAGC podcast on how to manage your employees' mental health during the COVID-19 crisis. This is Betsy Bailey and I am the North Carolina Government Relations and Building Division Director for Carolina's AGC. And with me today, I have Dawn Klug. Dawn is with the Employee Assistance Network out of Asheville, North Carolina. Dawn, welcome to our program. Um, Dawn, would you just tell us a little bit about yourself and um, what your company does? Certainly, I am president and COO of Employee Assistance Network, and we provide employee assistance services to over 100 employers throughout Western North Carolina. And um, I am a, I have a master's in mental health counseling and am a certified employee assistance professional. Okay, great. Well, thank you very much. Uh, one thing I will add is that um, Carolina's AGC is, um, has identified several topics that we think would be of, of great interest to our, our membership and uh, certainly taking care of our employees during this uh, difficult time is, is our top priority. So uh, we appreciate you being with us today and I'll go ahead and get started in on our first question. So Don, why, why do you think it's so important to be concerned for our employees' mental health right now? Well, you know, this is an unprecedented event, um, and it's an event that's impacted all of us on some level in some way, and it's community-wide. It's um, not something that's just impacting one employer in one location, but this is throughout our country, and so it's really important to, um, to recognize that your employees are going to have some, some effects from that. Well, what would distinguish this crisis from others that a company might have experienced in the past uh, with respect to um, consideration of employees' mental health? Yeah, I definitely, again, part of it is the prolonged nature of it, how long it's going on. And it's also one of those things that we don't know how long it's going to go on. One of the, the things that I'm hearing a lot of anxiety from people about, when is this going to end? When is it going to be over? I thought it was 15 days. Now it's 30 days. How much longer? Some people are saying well into the summer. Um, so the experience of the unknown can often increase people's anxiety tremendously um, and, 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 and have an impact. Even if you don't know anyone who is sick and you're feeling healthy and, and you're still at work and your finances are in good shape, um, it's still going to have an impact. Just the just the question of the unknown. Right. So um, what are the, the top behaviors an employer should be looking for that would alert them to an employee's mental health challenges? Sure, I think number one, and what we always encourage employers to look for in any circumstances, a change in behavior. If you see an employee that has a dramatic change in their behavior in some way, that is definitely something to pay attention to. And it may be as simple as somebody who's always been very outgoing and talkative is suddenly very quiet and, um, and reserved. Uh, or it could be vice versa of that. But just something that you're seeing as, as a dramatic change. Um, irritability can be another one. People who are um, responding to 
even the normal pieces of work that may not be going well, um, but they're responding to it in a much more irritable way um, or having difficulty just managing those normal fluctuations in whatever the work schedule might be or the, um, the difficulties that come up on the job site. Um, they're having a much bigger reaction to those things. Um, and also that expression of a lack of trust. It may be um, them questioning you. Maybe that you've always had a good relationship with them and they've affected your way of managing things, but now all of a sudden they're, um, they're having a lack of trust in that ability. Um, or it could be much wider, wider range, you know. We don't know if, if the officials, if doctors are going to know, know what to do. We don't know if we can trust the government. It might be like much wider than that um, beyond just the work. And also just that expressing an inability to manage. If you have an employee who's saying things to you like, I don't know if I can go out like this, or I don't know if I can do this. Um, those are things to pay attention to. Those are comments to make sure that you aren't just brushing off, but that you're definitely um, aware of and that you're asking more questions and encouraging the employee to talk a little bit more about those things. And finally, and this is especially true if you've got um, people who maybe aren't at work, maybe people that you've had to send home for an extended period of time and reaching out to them, but they're not responding or um, even with employees, people who are just not showing up to work right now. Um, people who are just kind of checking out, and that can be literally where they're not there or they're present, but they're not really interacting. All of those, I think, would be things to, to be on the lookout for. Right. So, um, Dawn, do you think that, um that everybody should be looking out for this for one another? Is, the, is this the you know, direct supervisor's responsibility to make sure that you know, they're watching out for things or you know, just how, um, how should we make sure that that, you know, that, that behavior um, or those, um, you know, those things are actually being addressed uh, with employees? How do we ensure that as a company? Yeah, well, I, you know, I think number one is that, and, and managers might need some coaching on this, um, especially if you have people off-site who are working in different areas, um, and managers who maybe their their um, style of managing is a little gruffer than what you need right now. Um, you know, managers might really need a lot of some coaching from you on what you what you expect from them. Because really what you need is people who are going to model the behavior that you want from your employees. Um, and that right. means I'm going to reach out more than I normally do. I'm going to talk a little bit more than I normally do. And maybe I'm going to ask some specific questions. I'm going to pull that employee aside and say, hey, how are you doing? How's the family? Do you have what you need? Do you have enough toilet paper at home? You know, whatever it <laughs> might be. Um, and that it's a personal thing that you are reaching out to as many or every employee in some level, in some way that you can. It's not just sending out a mass email. Um, sending out a mass email right now isn't going to do much good for anybody. Um, they need a personal touch. And so the more that your leadership is modeling that for them, the more likely your employees are going to do that for each other. Right. So I know, of course, um, you know, if, if you're in the office and you're now working remotely, 
you know, email is your, you know, your primary form of communication. Um, obviously, if you're on the job site, I think you can have more of that, that one-to-one, um, you know, interaction mm-hmm. with an employee, as long as you're six feet apart, right? Yeah. Um, I guess, um, are you suggesting that, um, you know, leadership should, I mean, you talked about coaching, but should they be instructing their their supervisors or their frontline supervisors um, to be asking about employees like every day? Um, is that is that reasonable? Is that a reasonable expectation? Yes, I think it is. And I think that it's, it's an important thing to do right now. Um, employees need communication from management. They need to know what's going on. Even if you are repeating the same thing you said yesterday, it's really helpful for you to keep for them to hear it again. Because um, they need they need that consistency, they need that leadership, and they know that you are are they need to know that you are communicating with them. Otherwise, the rumors, the things that they're hearing um, off the job site and and maybe even on the job site, all those things that are concerning to them are going to build up and build up. Um, and so they they need more of that reinforcement, not less. Right, I can certainly understand that. Um, what are some ways that we can encourage um, all employees to look out for one another while still maintaining confidentiality? Yeah, I think again, modeling the behavior. Managers need to model the behavior that they want. So it's a matter of reaching out, talking, checking on them and also encouraging that saying hey you know we need to look out for one another um you know let's let's meet at the end of the shift and make sure everybody's okay and check in and then let's meet again at the beginning of the shift um that's that modeling of behavior can go so far Um, but it's also being direct and giving them you know saying to employees we we want to be the kind of workplace where we support each other um, and we need for, you know, for you all to look out for each other, too. If you see something that's concerning for you, let us know. Um, we're here to help. And if an employer is concerned um, about an employee's safety, let's say while they're off work and at home, um, uh, you know, maybe perhaps they've had a, this particular employee's had a history of substance abuse or suicidal thoughts, what could that employer do to help? Yeah, they, um, you know, definitely, I think, again, reaching out, calling on the phone. Um, if your workforce is um, not at work, if you've had to lay people off, and your goal is to bring those people back when you're able to financially, um, it is to your best interest to keep checking in with those employees. Um, you know, to pick up the phone and call every few days and just say, I'm just checking in. I want you to know I'm still here. How are you doing? Um, You you don't have to be invasive, um, even if you're leaving a voicemail for that person or you're sending them a text message on some days, just checking in, how's it going, um, can make a big difference for someone. But if they have, again, expressed threats um, or expressed things to you or told you things, that are alarming in regards to their safety, you can always contact local law enforcement and ask them to do a wellness check on that employee at their mm-hmm. home. Um, you know, last resort, probably, you don't want to be doing that frivolously. Um, but if you, if they have actually told you 
something that indicates that they are potentially going to harm themselves or their family, definitely want to err on the side of caution and send someone out to, mm -hmm. to they're okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so when an employer or maybe a manager is talking with an employee who is clearly upset um, and stressed out about the impact of the, the COVID-19, um, you know, perhaps they've, they've come to their manager and said, look, you know, I, I think, you know, one of my coworkers is sick and I need to go home or we all need to go home. And, you know, they're um, kind of freaking out about it. <laughs> what can be said to help calm that employee down? Yeah, I think number one, you know, it's always more of how you say what you say than what you say. Tone and inflection can make such a big difference. Um, and so using your calming voice, um, being the calm in the storm for that employee can make a tremendous difference. So letting them know that, um, that you hear them, number one, what are your concerns? Um, most of the time, an employee just wants to be heard. They want to know that, that you're aware of a situation and that you are doing something. Um, so they really just want to want you to hear them. So number one, listening to that person, taking heed to whatever their concerns might be. But also, again, being the calm in the storm. When you respond to somebody who is anxious or angry with anxiety and anger, it's like putting gasoline on the fire. You're just you're fueling the flames. Um, so what you want to do is actually get quieter become calmer. The more ramped up they are, the calmer you need to be. So mm -hmm. you can do that with your tone of voice. Um, you can do that with your inflection, with the way that you're holding yourself and your body language. Um, all of those things can send a message to an employee. So being very clear with, I know you have concerns, let me hear them. Um, and then be very clear with the employee about what you can share. There's certainly times that you may not be able to share something um, with an employee. But if you can share information, share what you can. Um, withholding information in these kinds of situations does more damage than it does, than it helps anyone. So as much as you can share, here's what we've done, here's what we, what we know. Um, you know, it's true that there's somebody who appears to be sick and you weren't aware of that, check it out. Um, let's take a look at this, let's see what we need to do. Um, so employees need to, number one, know that you're hearing them, that you're going to stay calm, um, and also that you're going to take their concerns seriously and that you're going to do and do. Right, right. Yeah, that's, a, that's great advice. I could, I could use that with, with my children, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how can employers and organizational leaders help their employees with managing their anxiety about the public health crisis just in general? What would help be, be the most helpful right now? Yeah, I think again, staying the calm in the storm, um, not getting caught up in the rumors and the other, the what ifs that could happen, um, but also being prepared, um, having a list of resources for employees. Here are things that we provide as your employee or employer that can help you. Here's how to get in touch with your employee assistance program. Here's how your health plan works if you get sick. Here's the numbers that you can call um, to find out how to get tested. 
you know, here are, here's additional supports in our community. Um, you know, one of the things is that even if your employees are working and everything appears to be um, okay on your job, um, that doesn't mean that their spouses haven't been furloughed or laid off. And now their kids are home from school. Um, and what are they going to do about childcare? Um, you know, these are things that are stressing people out right now. And so anything that you might be able to offer them about resources and information, and that varies from community to community. Um, but one of the most solid resources in most communities is the ability to call 211, which is an information and referral um, helpline. Most, most communities have that, have a 211 line. Um, and it's just, you can dial it right from your cell phone, just 211. Um, that, that kind of information would be incredibly helpful for employees right now. Right, and I believe that's um, that's listed also on the COVID-19 websites that I've seen um, actually both in North Carolina and South Carolina, the 211 number. Yes. Um, so how does um, an employee assistance program work? How, how can it assist employees, employers and their employees at this time? Certainly. Um, we are an employee benefit, so we're, we're something that employers provide to their employees to assist them. Um, and, um, you know, you, many organizations have an employee assistance program through their health plans or um, in other capacities that they just don't utilize. They're just not aware. Um, so that's when it's important to make sure that, you know, you, you, you may already have something in place. You just haven't accessed it before. Um, mm -hmm. But a employee assistance program is going to be having already contacted you, letting you know how they can assist you and providing you with some of these resources already okay all right well don thank you very much is there anything else that um that you would like to add um any other recommendations that you would have for employers um in terms of how they could help their employees um manage their mental health during this crisis Absolutely. Again, you know, you've got to be the calm in the storm. Even if you may be having an anxious moment um, or you may be having some concerns um, for your business, um, it's important that what you are letting your employees know is that you are going to do everything you can to manage um, not only um, these events that are happening, but also the business in a way that it's going to be sustainable um, and that your goal is to help keep them working. Absolutely. Well, we really do appreciate your time today, uh, Dawn. Um, we've been speaking with Dawn Klug with uh, the Employee Assistance Network out of Asheville, North Carolina. Uh, Dawn has been giving us some great information about um, how we can help our, our employees manage uh, themselves through this crisis. Um, and Dawn, we just really appreciate all your help with this and your expertise in this area. Thank you so much. Great, thank you, stay safe. Thank you.